0: future we're talking real money
1: hello friends welcome to talking real money the radio show that becomes magically a podcast magically (laughs) yeah i do it uh i'm don mcdonald tom cox over there you're there we glad we're glad you're there if you want to call us you want to talk stuff over money kind of stuff because it's the show's called talking real money which means we talk about real money our phone number is 855-935-8255-855-935-talk it's so easy it's absolutely um, painless and uh you know the only time tom gets a little testy sometimes but i kind of reel him back in thank you for that give us a call 855-935-talk now you know i told you i just said i edit the show into a podcast that's true every monday monday every monday i edit this show into a podcast unless there's a holiday and i hate holidays because it means i don't get the show from the station until tuesday i hate that but anyway i edited on a program a computer program that many years ago i used to buy I would buy the program, and I owned the program. The software you're speaking of. The software program on my computer. Got it. I no longer buy the software. I have a subscription to the software, which we pay for every single month. Every month, we rent the software, basically, in much the same way we watch Oh, our television shows now, streaming services, uh, and <laughs> in much the same way we get our music now. Yeah. We rent it on a monthly basis, Uh, cable TV, uh, audio books now. It's like I, I, I'm on Audible, and I have all these credits, but if I want to stop paying the monthly payment, I lose all my credits. So I can't stop paying them because I haven't caught up. Everything is a subscription, and I, I even run into things. I see a bill, and I it says four ninety nine for such and such, and I go, "What the heck is such and such? I don't even remember subscribing to such and such, and yet there it is. And I try to find a way to cancel such and such, and I can't figure out how to cancel it because I don't even know what it is. Yeah, I, subscriptions is painful, are eating us alive.
2: They are. I mean, this this is from a recent piece. That uh, you found in the Wall Street Journal. I just went to Apple because Apple keeps track of some of these for me,
1: mm-hmm.
2: which I like. Uh, I and do I've got too. Apple, <laughs> Apple News, Apple TV, yeah, Authenticator app. I don't know what that is. Um, is that's some sort of protection. I don't know. Uh, MLS season pass, which I got free for being a season ticket of the Sounders, but I guess that's going away. It says February twenty fourth. I'll have to pay for that. Paramount Plus. I'm ho- these are all monthly right <laughs> yeah
1: they're all, be- they're all yeah i'm month. pretty sure well they'll yeah. tell you if it's monthly or not
2: but here's the part that's interesting uh that and this will not surprise you according to a study from the consulting firm west monroe they asked people in 2021 how much are you spending a month on subscriptions no this mm-hmm. asked the public how, how much the average response 62 dollars
1: <laughs> which is hilarious. Um, uh, yeah, now think again, folks. Think then
2: again. they were given more time, and they raised that to 90. Like, come on, think that. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot that one. I forgot that one. Blah, blah, blah. The Authenticator mm-hmm. app.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, the the authentic- correct answer. Yeah.
2: Correct answer. Yeah. And this is way low for me, because if you if you include cable TV for me. Oh, you, you know, have a ridiculous cable I TV
1: do. subscription.
2: Uh, the correct answer was $273 a month, not yeah. 62. Yeah. I think that's like five times more. Um, so yeah, this is painful uh, to read. This is painful. It said 25% of us subscribers to streaming services like Apple TV. Yeah, I got that. Disney plus. Yeah, I got that. Hulu. I got that. Max. I got that. Netflix. Yeah, I got that. And Peacock. I have that one too, because that's where the soccer games. I want to watch are on. They got me one way or the other. Cause there's one thing all those places have that I want to see. That's the problem.
1: Do you know that both of my cars have asked me to subscribe <laughs> They're gonna drive they you somewhere. They want me to subscribe to some sort of car service, where I guess they'll tell me stuff. Well, you not a know. water
2: tank that was subscribed or something, right?
1: Extended warranty. Oh no, that yeah, that was a monthly. Which really, well, actually, I did Call the math; that. it worked out. It worked out. Okay, it actually good. worked I'm out. Feel better. Yeah, no, I went back and I went, oh, I didn't start as early as I thought on my warranty on the water heater, so I made money on that deal. Uh, but we want to talk a little bit more about these, about the, how you get in and how you get out. 855 935 Tom. Tom
0: and Don are talking real money.
1: In medicine, a second opinion might save your life. With investing, a second opinion might save your future. The trick is getting one without a high-pressure sales pitch. Well, I'm Don McDonald, and if you've been listening to Talking Real Money, you know that our goal is to help everyone create a brighter future by investing and managing money better. That's why, in addition to helping everyone on our show and podcast, we are also committed to making our 100% fiduciary advisors at Appella available to help everyone make the best financial decisions based on science. So if you're being pitched a financial product or a system... Make sure you get a second opinion with no cost, no obligation, and no annoying sales pitch by going to talkingrealmoney.com or call 800 386 3004. That's 800 386 3004 or talkingrealmoney.com.
0: Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. We are going to talk more about
1: subscriptions in a a couple of minutes, Uh, but before uh, we go to a call, which we're going to do next, uh, during the break, I went to my Apple ID subscriptions area, which is really nice, and I discovered three subscriptions that were getting ready to renew in January and February that I had forgotten about, and I just now went in and canceled all three of them. Just and now. by the
2: before we go to the call, do you include Amazon Prime, Costco, and Rocket Lawyer as subscriptions?
1: I don't use Rocket Lawyer, but I have, yeah. I have that
2: one. I have for one dollar a month because every once in a while I write a note or something, and it seems. Yeah, easy to
1: no, use, I, I Costco. No, I wouldn't have thought of that, but it is a subscription, really. Paying every year for. It. And what about Amazon Prime? Amazon Prime, <laughs> which just which went up, by the way, just went up. If you want uh, uh, the uh, video thing, same hour delivery. No, no, no. It's for the for the video. They kidding. raised it like $2 a month. I don't know how much Amazon. Gun. I don't know yeah. how much most of these are. That's the I got to tell you, I yeah. appreciate Apple at least for making yeah, it easy honest. to cancel. Yeah, right. And we lost the call, so we're good. Um, I, I had killed the
2: authenticator. I went the same thing. The authenticator app, I mentioned that. At our, I'd already, I don't know what that did was. Did you figure
1: out what it gone. was?
2: No, but it's gone. Okay. I, I'm no longer paying
1: for um, it. So. But here's the thing. We subscribe sometimes to something because we need something one time. And they won't let you buy it one time. You have to subscribe. And then we all think, because we think we're smarter than we are, one of those psychological problems we have, that we're going to remember to cancel the darn thing. Well, unless it's an Apple, unless you make it through Apple, it's really hard to remember. And then the other thing they do to you, it's easy to subscribe. Click. and Done. Yeah, want to cancel? No clicking, no clicking
2: allowed. It reminds, it reminds oh. me of, reminds me of previous relationships. Easy to get into, hard to get out
1: of. But um, you want, maybe you want to leave? Show. We make you <laughs> call us.
2: Okay, so what do you do? What do you do?
1: Well, first, I mean, I know what I do, but what do you do? You, you, you avoid uh, subscriptions, but you can't do that anymore because everybody it, 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 everything is going subscription model because it is. it's so lucrative. It truly is lucrative.
2: Well, and it's okay. Another piece that came out of that study that I mentioned—it's fascinating. Yeah. People either forget, as you said, yep, or people they think I, I might still watch a game or something on that whatever. But when you have to renew your credit card, I and know all those things don't—they don't work anymore. It's fascinating. It says generally subscriptions get knocked off at about two percent a month. That people sort of say I don't want that mm-hmm. anymore. But when people's credit card Needs to be, you know, re-upped on the on one of those sites. That two percent goes to eight percent because people say, "Oh, wait, I'm paying for that. Uh -uh, I'm
1: out. I'm not giving them that new number." Right. I when I read that, I went, "Oh gosh, you know." Maybe the only way to get rid of them all is just to cancel all my credit I cards. I think
2: about this from time to time because if you just get rid of the cards and then guess what? They aren't charging you anymore.
1: But you know what's funny is sometimes even if you change the card number, subscriptions, your credit card company will continue to go ahead and renew those under your old credit card number, which is really a I pain. I think that happened to you and I in business once, yeah. What I love or will love, and I, and I don't know how anyone can can with a clear conscience object to this but the federal trade commission has proposed new rules that will require if you can click to subscribe you can click to cancel
2: which that's totally fair that makes sense now it doesn't say they're going to write you and say by the way your subscription is up for
1: they're actually saying that they're going to force you to. that's never going to happen to to get notified when your Apple notifies you when your subscription yep. mm-hmm. is renewing, they tell you before it renews to give you the opportunity to cancel, which I would imagine the corporations who offer these products through Apple probably hate.
2: Oh, I'm sure they but do, because Apple's you think that the, two or eight percent rate is low. It goes way
1: up, I'm sure. When they when you them. remind somebody. Yeah, oh, no, I haven't used and, that in a year. And Apple is the 800,000 ton gorilla in the room for sure
2: and then there's other services like rocket money
1: yeah um, i've looked at rocket money
2: which by the way you're gonna love this you can subscribe to to help you get out of the subscriptions that's
1: one of the reasons i didn't do it because it's a it's a
2: subscription come on that's silly um you know what i'm gonna do this is gonna really this is really earth-shaking i mean this is really creative I'm going to go back and look at my credit card statement for like the last three months and try to remember okay. all I have.
1: All right, but then, then I've got a couple of them, and I'm not going to name the names just yet. But I have a couple of them. I cannot figure out how to cancel.
2: Once you know that you're you're in, you can't figure out where to I go. I can't to get figure rid out how it. to cancel huh. them.
1: Well, all right. that's tough it's a pain that's some of these things are really awful and you know it's a it's you know it's a racket you know that this is the the, these are just people who are 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 taking advantage of you Mm -hmm. uh but there were there was one service i looked at and i want to find that again not
2: rocket money because that's no because they make (laughs) you subscribe to get it hold on
1: i've got it right here i just forgot where i put it in my notes this is one I started to sign up for yesterday and just did not get finished. I'll wait till oh, next year. Come on. I am a subscriber. This is the other thing I hate. When I go to sign into the Wall Street Journal, It every time it forgets who I am. Like, <laughs> it, and it says, hey, you want to subscribe again? No, I already subscribe. I pay you every month. Anyway, so here we go. Uh, it is called. Uh, where did it go? I have, oh, scribe up. S C R I B E U P. Okay. Uh, it, they do it for free. They do offer, um, a virtual credit card to help you. And this actually is a pretty cool idea. And they make, this is how they make money. They offer you a virtual credit card where you can put all your subscriptions on that card
2: so they Make, you can see that more you can yes so smart. you can track
1: yeah. everything through them and Wait. then they get they get a transaction fee on the credit card
2: do they get as much as the cartel that is visa and mastercard
1: yes because they're getting it through the cartel
2: oh okay which i think is still outrageous but, the money but i charge, started but yeah. to
1: sign up for scribe up and it looked pretty cool and it's free and they help you they they you put your bank information in and they look out uh, and find all uh, of your not all of them probably, but they find a lot of your subscriptions, and then they help you cancel them. So, so I'm going to report back on that.
2: Yeah, I think that's worthy of a, a look. And this comes up at home all the time, and I think people look at me like, "Dad, it's six ninety nine a month. Who cares?"
1: Six ninety nine a month here, and six ninety nine a month there. And to uh, quote Everett Dirksen, the great senator from Illinois. Back in the day. Uh he had a bigger voice pre- than you do, Pretty I think. Pretty soon we're talking real money. Yeah. yeah I don't I know if that was an Everett Dirksen impression, but it was deep.
2: He had those deep gravelly voice. So he, did. Um, uh, he probably
1: smoked like a, a chimney back then he everybody have. did.
2: He may have. Uh so That's this this a is a voice. this is a problem, I think, for many people, right?
1: I think it's a it's becoming Leakage. a huge problem.
2: Yeah. And as as you said, everything being a subscription service now. Basically,
1: my uh, the audio app I use on my iPad from Apple is a subscription. Adobe Photoshop is a subscription. Adobe Audition is a subscription. They're, they're, they're charging you for things that used to just be buy them. As a matter of fact, I, 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 I kind of feel like, you know, the phones now pretty much a subscription through your carrier. You're not Good buying point. a phone anymore. You're renting it.
2: That's basically the way they're set up, yeah.
1: I pay $6 a month for Apple Care because I need AppleCare. <laughs> you can call to get help, yeah. I can call to get help, yeah. There's just so much, and uh, it's becoming overwhelming. And I bet a lot of you, if, if you look, you find out it's a pretty substantive portion of your budget. And it's probably worth looking into some of these things. 855-935-TALK is our number. Give us a call.
0: Tom and Don are talking real money. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: Once again, phone number here is 855-935-TALK. Give us a call, 855-935-8255. Well, apparently, not only has the uh, Midwestern portion of the country, the Northeast, the poor people who are playing football in Buffalo, not only have they frozen over, but apparently recently hell froze over. It did. It was Apparently it did because I was reading an article today from Money Wise. Yeah. And Dave, Dave, Ram, Dave, Dave Ramsey and I agree about something.
2: Wait a minute.
1: I know. Hell's frozen over.
2: Or your it brain has. finally stopped. Or it froze over.
1: Happened. Yeah. Yeah. Dave Ramsey believes... That this may be the very worst investment ever in the history of investments. Whole life insurance? Whole life
2: insurance. I have, I have seen him rail about this before, which oh, we completely agree
1: with. Yes, it's. We totally agree that whole life is a terrible deal, and yet, apparently, people are still buying it that i don't know i don't know how often because that's something it that was sold a lot
2: 30 years ago but today oh,
1: 40 50 60 70 80 years ago it was the big investment in the 50s yeah. i mean think of father knows best or sure. is not that what he sold or one i of don't those know one of those sitcom dads was like in his office at the insurance company helping people invest in whole life policies like a good sales well explain person.
2: what a whole life is versus what we term believe life? in a term okay life
1: term life is death insurance term life is paying an insurance company a little bitty premium to give somebody a really big check to support them if you die the only time you want to do that unless you're you're just feeling generous and you want to kick the bucket? The only time to do that is when someone is relying upon you for support. You buy it for that period until you've managed to save up enough money to be what most people should be, and that is self-insured. So that you have a million in the bank, you die, your family's going to be okay. Fair enough. That's term life. That's that's like rent, car insurance, or homeowner's insurance. You buy it because you need it for a particular purpose, and you don't need it after you don't have the things to protect.
2: And it's very clear what it is. You're yeah. simply renting insurance in case something goes wrong versus whole life, which is a mixture which of is death insurance, insurance and with investing.
1: Cash value. Yeah. Um, and in the last year, whole life... There were about four billion dollars put into whole life policies. That's a pretty small number, though, when you consider yeah, three hundred billion are went into annuities. Still buying them, and there are some people who are pushing them as a really tricky thing. The bank on yourself. Oh people.
2: gosh, that's horrible.
1: Absolutely. Well, awful. but they're saying buy these life insurance policies, and 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 here's one of the problems with with whole death insurance. It's, again, the big insurance company lie. Oh, commission? What, what commission? You don't pay me a commission. Uh, yeah, you do. The The first several years of premiums paid in for whole life go 100% toward commission.
2: That sounds pretty good for the guy yeah, selling I mean, them
1: or the woman selling the them. The first three years, at the at the end of three years... If you say, I- I'm stopping this stupid thing, you will not You will have no money. You'll have no money. No cash value. No cash. Well, no money, basically. No money, right. None well, of the money you, you put in will be there. You would have had the insurance
2: in that period of time. You will you have
1: had it. the insurance. Yes, that's right. You okay. will have had but the insurance. But you're
2: paying a lot more for that than you would a term policy. Oh, tons more. That's like, the part I was trying it, to get it's, to.
1: Yeah, it's it's yeah, significant I, I mean, change. For so the same amount of coverage, it's probably ten times more. And our suggestion would be to rent
2: the insurance in a term policy and take the money you want to invest and invest that in low-cost index or index-like products instead of yeah, mixing because this together.
1: when you're bu- when you're buying an investment through an insurance company, there are way too many people in the middle. There are too many people who have to be paid to make to leave much money from the investments they're going to make with your money for you to make any money. That's what, one of the things we need to understand about insurance products in general. Uh, pretty much across the board, the insurance company and the agents and the brokers and all those people have to make money, which leaves you very little if they're using the same kind of investments you can use. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. 855-935-8255. Give us a call. We want to help you manage money better to enjoy a better life financial life in every possible way.
0: Tom and Don are talking real money. Reality radio for a really great future. We're talking real money.
1: Money questions come up all the time in life because you're always dealing with it, whether it's earning it or spending it. You're good at that. Sometimes saving it, investing it, most of you don't do that well you you need to know more about it and we'll help you just call us at eight five five nine three five talk i'm don tom's over there and alan is on the phone hi alan welcome to talking real money thank you
2: um from following your advice for many 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 years i now have Uh a few bucks and uh, i was renewing my car insurance and i realized that i have like a five hundred thousand. Uh, maximum if somebody gets injured, and I was wondering if you guys recommend the million-dollar umbrella policy that my insurance company is recommending. Okay, now those are two different things. When you say umbrella policy, that is, well, the umbrella the whole,
1: adds on to your both yeah, homeowners. Yeah, I do have and, an umbrella policy, yeah. and
2: I think mine's a million bucks on
1: uh, on injury. Yeah, most umbrellas yeah, kick you up to a million on everything. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, so you do. You guys both do that? No. I don't. Tom. do know does. if
2: there is anything to avoid or caveats or whatever. No, it's
1: just I. I hate insurance companies, and um, I'm just gonna. I, I. I. try to keep it to what's legally required. Whereas Tom insures against everything.
2: Well, almost everything.
1: Almost everything. Is <laughs> he yeah. worries more than I do? No, I, that's that's a fair point. Although, I mean, although I'm now to the point in life where I do have enough money that I uh, might actually want to think about it and I, protect it. Yeah, because before that I went eh
2: because i have i have that car insurance but then i also have an 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 umbrella policy on everything that goes above that
1: yeah yeah that's what he's saying he's got the 500 on the car insurance i think i
2: have a million on the car but then i have an umbrella policy that's several million dollars to protect against anything
1: wow so see i'm telling you who's the richer one of the two of us (laughs) you can tell (laughs) by their insurance you can tell by the insurance policies (laughs) Stop it. Okay. Well, no. thank you very much. Thank you. All right. Alan. Yeah, thank I mean, you Alan, We appreciate like, it.
2: And oh, well, you got a question here too. I should have mentioned, unless what? there's somebody else on the yeah, phone. I have another caller. Okay. Because I got another insurance question for you. But go ahead. We'll go to the caller. Okay. Phone, we'll we'll go to
1: that now. in a minute. Let's do the caller. Yep. Dave, you're up. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Dave, is there? Shh. Okay. Be quiet. Hi, Dave.
2: Hi, Tom and Don. Hey, um asktrim.com is another great one for lowering your cable bills, your phone bills and tracking your other subscriptions. I've used them for a few years to uh, kick Comcast uh, down the notch. And uh, another thing with your uh, subscription to those Adobe products.
1: Yeah. Take a look at Techsmith.
2: They've got a, uh, a number of applications, but Camtasia is something that higher education has been using for decades. And while you can pay annually for a maintenance, the uh, product itself, Camtasia, their editing tool, is a uh, you know, is a purchase. It is yeah, a, a I got
1: to tell you though, I, I'm, I I have spent so many years working with Adobe Audition. That to I've tried other programs and it makes me want to rip my hair out plus my company pays for it so it's not me personally <laughs> now I'm looking at ask trim this actually looks pretty good find it in does cancel unwanted
2: subscriptions I will take a look at this Dave because this is the kind you of You pay really too can much for people. cable way too much but um, and I, I for reasons that have been previously stated so I'll, I'll take a look at this this might be uh, worthwhile appreciate the idea
1: yeah that's actually a pretty Super. cool idea thanks guys Thank All right. You. Thank you. One. Appreciate it, Dave. Take care. I get Ask a question
2: here Trim. from Jeff in Georgia.
1: Okay. Joe, wrote, I hope uh, we have more than one because we're coming into a break. So,
2: Oh, do you want me to wait till we go no, to the break? No, go ahead. Now
1: okay. that you started it. says, the
2: if I'm wrong, let me know. But I thought one of you had an argument for not having homeowner's insurance if mm-hmm. your house was paid off. Mm-hmm. I just made my final payment on my home. Curious on what your take was on home insu- homeowner's insurance and maintaining it after paying the note off then he says, love you and love the show. I'm assuming he's talking about me, but
1: loving him. I just yeah, oh, say- yeah, no, it's loving you. And I'm the one who <laughs> said, uh, you know, in some cases, that there's a case to be made. And I'm not saying you should go naked on homeowner's insurance by any means, but particularly in Florida, there are some pe- some houses in Florida where the house was not worth much more than the annual insurance bill on coastal wow. homes. Yeah, because I'm
2: trying to figure out w- why. What, well, why cheap would...
1: houses, but uh, because the yeah. the risk of loss is so high, I that nobody wants to insure. And well, that's coastal, Florida
2: has a big problem with insurance coastal housing, in,
1: housing yeah. in Florida. the The insurance rates are ridiculous. And my argument is, you if you can afford, if you've got money and you can afford to rebuild your house, unless the hurricane washes away part of the state, your land will still be there later. So you've got to figure that a lot of your value, particularly in coastal properties, is the land. So can I think there could be an argument if you're not required to have it. In some cases, maybe you don't want to.
0: Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: Do me a favor. Grab your latest investment statements if you know where they are. How many do you have? A lot? How many different investments are in each statement? A bunch? Do you own individual stocks, bonds, sector funds, and stuff you don't understand? Yeah, I thought so. I'm Don McDonald, and I'm pretty sure you have a case of hodgepodgeitis. But don't worry, it's not terminal and can be cured. But it takes three things. A bit of time, some fiduciary guidance, and a plan. There's a problem, though. Most financial advisors can't or won't provide any of those that's where we come in. Tom and I will provide you the help you need to overcome hodgepodgeitis in a free, no-obligation meeting with an Appella advisor at TalkingRealMoney.com. So, scan or take a picture of all those pages you gathered, then go to TalkingRealMoney.com, click on Meet an Advisor, and set up a free appointment online or by phone when it's convenient for you. Let us sort through the mess and help you get started on a better, simpler future plan. Just go to TalkingRealMoney.com or call 800 386
0: your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. During the
1: break, I I did a little exploring of a- AskTrim, the the yeah, the right. uh, I website. Yeah, look it up, yeah. Yeah, um it's free except for the, how they make their money is. is they have expert negotiators. Who, like, would call Comcast for you I see. and see what they could do to get your rate down, and they get 15% of whatever they save you the first year.
2: Fascinating. Wow. But what so if you pay don't want a to commission? negotiate it? What if, what if you look at it and say it's okay?
1: Well, then you should negotiate it because apparently they think they can save you some money. I see.
2: Yeah, you know, and that's a big one for me. I should probably look at it. You're right. Think
1: about it. Think about it uh, with your phone bill, Verizon Mm -hmm. or T-Mobile. No, that's
2: an easy one. That's an easy fix. There are all those other phone companies that aren't the majors. You use one of those. The service is basically the same.
1: Basically,
2: it, it really is. They you got towers. The it got comes all this to stuff.
1: specialty stuff like data and hotspots. I don't know about that, but, know, but I don't use like hotspots, and I don't really. need Yeah, because you don't even so. know what a hotspot is. Yeah, it's all It's a thing, thing you don't touch <laughs> when it's turned on. oh I see. <laughs> that's a hotspot.
2: Yeah, anyway, I mean because that's. Expensive. I don't consider that a subscription, but I think it's outrageous how much it I is paid. a
1: subscription. Though I
2: guess it is. Yeah. All right. Because that's very expensive. For oh me.
1: my gosh. My my I, my bill is like two something. Yeah. Minus two. I'm with Verizon yeah. now, and I'm thinking about switching back to T-Mobile because uh, there's no deals
2: really to be had with the majors there. I don't think
1: so. Well, T-Mobile saying twenty-five a line. That's really twenty-five a line. And they're that also, they were saying they would pay off the two phones that we got for And free, is your bill
2: just you, or does it include adult children?
1: Oh, it includes adult children. I
2: figured as much. Oh, yeah.
1: They don't, you know, it's like <laughs> my daughter, up, I keep, phone, I, keep, sure. I keep wanting her to start her own Amazon Prime subscription, because be every nice time too. she orders something on mine, it changes the shipping address, and I have to go, oh... I almost shipped it to it. my daughter's house in New York. It doesn't work, yeah. Anyway, 935 talk. We do have lines open, and we do have time remaining. But Tom also has questions. He gets them. People type them and send them yep. to him because they like him best. I feel like this I mother's brother.
2: But this uh, comes from Tom in Enola, Pennsylvania. Okay. Says, I'm 60, my wife is 53, kids raised out of the house. No debt except for a $54,000 mortgage. That's no
1: mortgage at all. Yeah,
2: that's not much. At our current pace, we'll have it paid off in 2026, which I think is two years from now. Mm -hmm. We -hmm. have sufficient funds right now to pay it off without any financial stress. But I'm thinking, put 50K in a CD that gets 5.25, our mortgage rate is 237 I know there's a train of thought to be completely debt-free as soon as possible, but I'm not sure it makes sense in this situation. Your thoughts?
1: It does not make sense in your situation, period.
2: 2.3, come on. There
1: is is no, no thinking necessary. There's only one person on the planet that I can think of who might say, it's better just to pay off the debt.
2: Yes, we know who you're speaking of. He also yeah. thinks that you make 12% a year in the market and that a withdrawal rate of, I forget what he said was, anyway. So so
1: let's say you put the $50,000 into a 5% two-year CD, if you can find one. That means you'll have $60,000 in two years. Yep. And if you paid off the mortgage, you would have saved... Four thousand yeah. so. dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Thinking money uh, ahead. No, but no,
2: because
1: yeah.
2: you're saying that's the interest. Because at the end oh. of the note, it's mainly principal.
1: Yeah, not but there's still yeah, there's still interest, and it's still not the much, same. Though. I mean, but mine it's is on the very principal remaining. On, yeah, it's okay. but it's it, not it's, not much. You're right. Yeah. Okay, I
2: see what you're saying. But it, yeah. it, anyway, it's it's a small number. Yes, is the yeah, short answer. Off. Keep keep the money, invest it. I mean, again, but even go deeper on this, Tom is what's the purpose of that 50,000? Because if it's longer term then I'm going to say put it in something that has potential to gain more than 5%. Yeah,
1: yeah I mean he's just 60. <laughs> just 60. I'm now saying just to 60. <laughs> um but if you're not going to take uh, retire if you're not going to retire till 70 or right. social, then yeah, Tom's right. You might want to have a 60/40 portfolio or uh, something. like a with balanced that money, fund where you might make might make Six or seven might. Yeah. Maybe might. not. Might lose. You're not probably not over a 10 year period, though, going to see less than two and a half percent. Not likely. No. Again. So, could happen.
2: And this is a regular, but you raise an interesting point. This is a regular discussion we have with people because psychology plays a role here. Where the previously mentioned announcer says, get out of it because psychology, keeping debt is bad. It's hard on your yeah. emotions, et cetera. And we're going to say, when it comes to money, try to squeeze the emotion out of it and look at the raw numbers, the real what it means to your pocketbook rather than what it might mean to your heart, I guess. Um, And you're right. you got
1: to get the heart out of it. I know you do. uh, Money decisions should be. As close to one hundred percent logical as any part of your life, maybe the only part of your life that, that needs to be there. Because other parts, sure, you can you can get emotional about things. You shouldn't get emotional about money.
2: Shouldn't it's bad things. But people you. do every day. Um, do you want another one or what do you want to do here? Yeah, no, we have time. Okay. Yeah, so go ahead. This comes from Rollin in Concord, Virginia. Okay. Longtime follower of your podcast. Thank you for that. Thanks for the valuable service, he adds. Uh, question is on a DFA fund, DFUS. I recently moved to this as a U.S. large cap exchange traded fund. That means big companies that are considered value. Move from the Vanguard VPCCX. This is an IRA, says it Vanguard. After the trade. I found that I could not elect to reinvest dividends back into DFUs. Nope. The only option available is for dividends to go to the settlement account. Vanguard told me this is a dimensional requirement. Any idea why? I can still buy anytime. Why not reinvest? This is a requirement only at Vanguard. I'm gonna rely on you on this one because D- I don't know.
1: DFUs is an ETF,
2: right? And but the you other can't one reinvested the
1: ETFs, right? No,
2: there's no such thing. No,
1: that's right. I mean, it's yeah. not a dimensional thing it's an no. etf thing right etfs do not reinvest dividends no dividends come out they go into your sweep account then you buy new things with them correct mutual funds can reinvest dividends so that's a big difference if you want to reinvest directly then a mutual fund is better but here's my question uh i mean okay dfus is probably better than prime cap but why are you using DFA for your large growth? Oh, that was DF- growth. I said value,
2: huh? DFUS is growth. He you called said, it a large cap. Uh, oh, I thought I read value. I, I guess it didn't no. say value. DFUS. No. I don't know the fund particularly. So. Uh,
1: yeah. Uh, so you're saying why would you own U.S. large cap growth when DFA is, their their claim to fame is small and value, <laughs> I, I got to make sure that DFUS is, in fact, that, though. I'm
2: looking it up right now, so.
1: Oh, thank goodness um, one of us is because I'm really slow. I think it's a, is it a blend? I think it may be a blend. So he's using it for his large growth, which is fine. It's I mean, it's a good ETF. Fee structure's low. It's non-actively active, <laughs> even though they, they want to call it active. I still don't like that, but that's just me. Uh, and I I'm Yeah, having,
2: it's uh, kind of down the middle I'm looking at it here. So it's a, it's the, a,
1: uh, it's a blend.
2: Yeah, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I, I, I don't know that I'd still own that in from dimensional. I don't know that that's the best
1: option. I there, think I'd own a broader mix, but that's just yeah. me. No, it does lean it does lean growthy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Does lean growthy. It does not lean value like uh, yeah, you should be more value oriented. Thanks for your question.
0: Tom and Don are talking real money for your real life and real future. Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: What's the symbol for the DFA Total um, ETF? I I'm, I D- can't F- remember. A W oh, DFAW. See, I'd mm. rather see you in DFAW. Nice diversify Unless you have. Value and small and international. Yeah, that's elsewhere. their global elsewhere. stock fund. Yeah, so that's going to have a value small tilt, but it's still going to have large. Yep, going to have internationals. Yep. It's going to have the market, but with a tilt, which is where I would rather be if it was
2: my but here's money. Here's the yeah, and if you're but if you're go, just trying to go buy large growth U.S. companies, not only wouldn't take DFA's fund because I they just have go VLO. Yeah, th- because you're going to get that at a lower cost. Yep from Vanguard. So yep. I wouldn't want to pay DFA yep. even a few more basis points.
1: DFA is going to charge you more for a large yeah. cap growth than you're going to pay at Vanguard. What you want to go to DFA for is the expertise of their small and value tilt. That's what you want to pay the extra money for. Um, So you should have probably gone from prime cap to VOO if yeah. your goal was, was large growth. Yeah, VOO would have been cheaper, but yeah, you still right. couldn't reinvest. If you want to reinvest, then it's the index 500 fund.
2: Be, and by the way, we need to, somebody did write us about this recently. We need to, VOO is the Vanguard Five Hundred Index ETF. Us, don't just throw the stuff out there because I don't know what it means.
1: And then there's yeah. the Vanguard Index Five Hundred Mutual Fund. Yes, which reinvests
2: V-B-I-A-X. V- 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 I a- X. I always forget the tickers, but um, anyway. So yeah, that's not a fund I would use for that purpose. That purpose can be bought for almost nothing with the tilt. To growth, if that's V-F-I-A-X what you're seeking,
1: IAX is F-I-A-X. the index okay. 500 yeah. Admiral shares, and what does that run? An expense ratio of <laughs> four one-hundredths of one percent. Yeah, one. Four, four one one,
2: hundredths. One, yeah, four one hundredths. So uh, four that's basis the direction points. I would go. Thank you. Which is wow. one one-hundredth a basis point.
1: Right. Just to clarify i think we were pretty clear and by the way you know what the turnover is on uh on uh VFIAX and voo not a lot two percent
2: well because there's a few that get kicked out and brought in every year right. anyway it's right. nothing
1: yeah. nothing so uh at the turnover rate at retire meet slow we uh people Once come in there, they don't there. leave all day
2: well no there are people that have been to all 10 or they're going to planning on coming to the 10th on the 24th of february
1: they're just groupies
2: there's another guy coming up from Arizona who's been the six. He said
1: six from Arizona. Six. Is yep. that Rick? That's Rick. He's okay, that's again. Rick. That's yep. Rick. Rick is a uh, Rick is uh, is is loyal royalty. Loyalty he, royalty. Sir, here he is.
2: Yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah. I invited He's... him to the after party and told him you were buying. So
1: no, I'm putting that on. I'm telling you, that's either DFA or oh, we got Capella, to pay for that or paul merriman if he can afford a house in southern california <laughs> among you know, other places it's certainly not me where my summer home is a trailer
2: <laughs> that's a good that's a good title for a book my summer, my home, summer
1: home is a trailer home is a trailer. <laughs> park next to tom's all right so do you want to summer tell home. people how to sign up for oh, retirement me, yes, and save money
2: yeah and oh it's this weekend is the end of the Early Bird special. So if you want to join us on the 24th, hear from Don about how to invest in retirement. Hear from me about how to generate no, income in I'm retirement. I'm doing the history Estate of retirement. State planning, investment. et cetera, All that stuff no, one day no. at the Maidenbauer Center in Bellevue, retiremeet.com.
1: Now, for those, of, for those who listen to the podcast, when will they be able to sign up for the virtual? I believe virtual? it's the first of the month. First of February? Yes. Okay. All right, so here you here you go. You know how to do it now. Just go to retiremeet.com and uh, sign up. Save some money. Do it this weekend if you're in our radio audience. If you're in our podcast audience, wait a, whittle, little, a, whittle a little while. A little
2: bit. Wait a little Bye. bit, and you'll be right there. You
3: The opinions and views expressed on this podcast were current on the date recorded. Opinions, estimates, forecasts, and statements of financial market trends that are based on current market conditions constitute our judgment and are subject to change without notice, including any forward-looking estimates or statements which are based on certain expectations and assumptions. Although information and opinions given have been obtained from or based on sources believed to be reliable, no warranty or representation is made as to their correctness, completeness, or accuracy. Information presented on the podcast is not personalized investment advice from Appella Wealth. The views and strategies described may not be suitable for everyone. This podcast is not identify all the risks, direct or indirect or other considerations which might be material to you when entering any financial transaction. Past performance does not guarantee future results and profitable results cannot be guaranteed. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. The podcast is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Apella Wealth, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Please See Appella Wealth ADV Part 2A on our website for information regarding Appella's fees and services. Appella Capital, LLC, DBA, Appella Wealth is an investment advisory firm registered with the Securities and Exchange Commission. The firm only transacts business in the states where it is properly registered or excluded or exempt from registration requirements. Registration with the SEC or any state securities authority does not imply a certain level of skill or training. Appella does not provide tax or legal advice, and nothing either stated or implied here should be inferred as providing such advice. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and important disclosure related to performance of any specific index or fund quoted in this podcast. Is anybody still listening?